If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Scott Weiland, lead singer of Velvet Revolver, died of an opioid overdose. One of the many, 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 many victims of the opioid overdose epidemic that has torn through North America for many, many years. It continues to claim the lives of, you know, more and more Canadians every single day. It's something we just have not been able to even slow down, let alone reverse or stop. In reality, there's every single reason to explore every option available to try and stem the tide here. It doesn't matter what it is. It's it's worth, you know, looking at and examining and bringing into practice if it works. Um, That includes... A methadone alternative that is showing some promise. Now, it's, it's it's not brand new, so I'm going to find out exactly what's going on here. We're going to chat with Dr. Ron Lim, who's an addiction specialist and associate professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Family Medicine at the University of Calgary, co-authored a research paper on this new model of treatment for opioid use disorder. Dr. Lim, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you for uh, having me. Okay, so we're going to sort of contrast this with methadone, which I think a lot of people have heard about. Maybe we, we all know about methadone. It's been around for a very, very long time. But when we talk about methadone treatment for opioid uh, addiction, how does it work and why is it difficult for some people to maintain it? Well, as you have said, uh, Shay, methadone has been around for many, many decades, and it was the original medication to treat opioid use disorder. The issue with methadone is that it is a very dangerous opioid, and if not used correctly, uh, it can result in um, overdose itself. And so there are strict regulations and rules, uh, you know, in terms of using methadone, where you have to uh, go to a pharmacy every day mm-hmm. uh, to be monitored, you know, to make sure that you are taking the correct dose and using it appropriately. And that has been how we have been using methadone until today. So if you were to start methadone, you have to go to a pharmacy at least to every day for two, three months before we can even give you a one-day uh, carry. So you're tied to a pharmacy. Yeah, and so, I mean, you're talking about employment problems. You're talking about, I mean, travel is out the window, all these sorts of things. It, it really is um, restrictive in a lot of ways. Exactly, and it is extremely restrictive to a person's normal life. And if you have a job and you have a regular family, you have regular things to do, it's extremely difficult yeah. to keep going to a pharmacy every day. So this new treatment, or I, I keep calling it new, but it's not. Suboxone's been around for a while, correct? That's correct. Suboxone was uh, approved for use in Canada in 2010. However, the original uh, research studies uh, compared Suboxone with methadone uh, using the similar style of daily dosing. Uh, so, so you know, for the longest time, people were using Suboxone in the same way uh, and having, you know, the same barriers of going to the pharmacy every day. 
Um, so that's that's by itself, you know, uh, it has continued those barriers uh, for as what we have talked earlier. Right now, when we talk about methadone, from what I understand, when you take methadone, um, the, the high is not something that happens. If you've used methadone more than a handful of times, it, you, you no longer experience any kind of high. So it maintains you so you can function normally and and return to normal life that way. Is Suboxone the same thing? Does it does it is it self limiting in that way? Suboxone does the same thing, but there are extra qualities to Suboxone. Suboxone is six times less dangerous than uh, methadone in causing overdoses. Uh, it, is, uh, it is only a half opioid, what we call a partial agonist. So, so the, the, the safety profile of Suboxone uh, warrants that it may not necessarily need to be as controlled you know, in daily dosing like methadone. So that's what we researched you know, using two different models of care uh, in our recent paper. Yes, this study. Describe to us how it worked and what you did, because like you say, some people took it with the daily use and some people had more freedom around it, and uh, you examined what the results were, right? Exactly. So we were funded uh, in 2017 by the Canadian Research Institute for Substance Misuse to, to research the models of care where we compared Suboxone uh, in flexible dosing where we actually immediately gave people one week uh, prescriptions at a time and after a month we gave them two weeks uh, prescriptions at a time so they only have to go to the pharmacy once a week or twice uh, once every two weeks compared to methadone uh, traditional way as we have discussed so we we researched in four major cities uh, you know across Canada uh, Vancouver Calgary uh, Montreal and, uh, and and Toronto and uh, the, uh, the the study co- you know concluded in 2020 and we uh, compared the, uh, the the results and we found that the suboxone arm if you even if you were to prescribe them you know straight away you know one week at a time or up to two weeks at a, uh, at a time, it was comparable to methadone uh, in terms of its efficacy, and it was no more dangerous uh, than uh, that. The, the, there was no other, you know, adverse effects you know, using it that way. And the other question I have here, uh, when we talk about methadone, and one of the reasons they tell people uh, is to go to the pharmacy in misdirection. I mean, it, you'll, you can sell it on the street, right? Uh, is it the same thing with Suboxone? Is it used as a street drug? Is there that kind of a risk of it ending up in the wrong hands? You don't get much of a high. I mean, we talked about that methadone, if used correctly, uh, you don't get a high. However, you know, methadone is still a full opioid. So oh, yeah. you can, if, if people combine it with other opioids like you know street fentanyl etc etc there is a cumulative effect that you they can still get a high out of it with suboxone it's the opposite because it has a maximum limiting uh, effect you know because it's only a half opioid uh, people you know do not get a high you know, uh, you know, from it if you use it on its own. And if you were on Suboxone and you use other opioids, it actually mutes the high because it blocks the effects of, uh, of other opioids. Interesting. Okay, so do you, I mean, it sounds to me like this is a, an avenue that would be extremely beneficial to, to expand, but I mean, it, it takes a lot of, people have to change the way they think about these sorts of things, right? And sort of say, okay, we, we need to open this up and make it less restrictive in order to make it more beneficial. That's correct. And so 
until now, I mean, we don't have enough prescribers to yeah. prescribe Suboxone. Uh, the you know people who are prescribing it, some some people are still prescribing it in a t- traditional way, and so we are not you know uh, using it to its maximum effect, which you know is trying to get it into as many people who abuse opioids as possible, because it is protective from overdoses as well once you're on uh, the Suboxone. So we are hoping that with this. Uh, evidence that we are currently generating that prescribers, you know, uh, are going to embrace this easier, don't have to control it as, uh, as much as, as, as methadone, not to fear it, because it is a relatively safe uh, medication to use. Interesting. Can we look to anywhere else around the world that's tried this, that is doing this, or are we sort of a front runner here? We are more or less uh, you know, uh, the front lines here. I mean, okay. we, we, we published our, uh, our results in the American Journal of Psychiatry, you to try and get this message across, you know, uh, not just Canada, but across all of North America. Very interesting work, Doctor. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you very much for having me. That is Dr. Ron Lim, who is uh, an addiction specialist and an associate professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Family Medicine, University of Calgary, uh, and the co-author of this research paper on this Suboxone use. Like I say, it's been around for a while, but, you know, like the doctor says, it's the way that we think about a lot of this stuff, and it's the same thing with methadone. Uh, I mean, just, it works, but it is such a pain for people to try and use that a lot of them just can't stick with it. They give up because, you know, you're going to the pharmacy every single day, and if you don't, you're sick. Uh, and it, it's just, it, it, it's not, it works, but it's not easy. It's not easy. It takes a tremendous commitment, a tremendous commitment. And if Suboxone's easier and does the same thing, then, uh, like I said, with the way opioids are just tearing through society right now, seems to me anything and everything that might work, it, it should be on the table because it's going to be something different for every single person.